Welcome back to the With Joey B podcast. I want to talk today about the idea of remembering who you are. I'm going to start with the idea of aloneness. We've talked about this before. The uh, the importance of being alone, uh, being alone is a uh, one of the blog posts I've written. We've done a podcast on the difference between loneliness and aloneness. Aloneness is this ability to survive and thrive when you're on your own. Um, on a very micro-relatable day-to-day level, it's taking yourself on dates, spending time with yourself, being able to listen to your own consciousness or, or thoughts and, uh, and process them and not just constantly distracting yourself and not trying to um, take energy from others and just try and distract yourself with others and relationships. Um, because when you're in that mode, that's when you feel lonely, when everything goes away. And that's why you feel lonely. Uh, the Anthony DeMello quote, which I love, is loneliness is not cured by contact with others. It's cured by contact with reality. That is being in nature the way you're designed to be, which is often, at times, alone. We're not hermits. I'm not saying ostracized from society. I'm saying time to be alone. Now, why why alone? Well, when you're alone, the way you are is who you are. Not when you're lonely, when you're alone. So if you're alone and you can't deal with yourself, that's a reflection of your life. And you can think about it as this. It means you can't handle your own company. That's literally what happens when you struggle to be alone with yourself. You can't handle your own company. That's very unhealthy, I would suggest. Very unhealthy. I think we all should seek to have a better relationship with that person. Us. And be able to be alone with them. Think about it this way. If you were really great friends with someone, but you always needed a third person to be there, three or more, or you needed a group, because it was kind of awkward when it was just you two, how great is the friendship? If it was a romantic relationship and you only want to hang out with them in group settings, you never actually want to be alone with them. That's really awkward. Is that really a good relationship? And so why is that any different to the relationship we have with ourselves? Right? If that logic holds, there is, uh, there's no scenario where we can't get better at being alone with ourselves. Now we can talk about COVID and... I don't know, in any marketing material or businesses messaging or any format of communication at the moment, there's a lot of concern expressed for how people are doing at this difficult time of, of COVID. Now, it's hard for me to comment on this because being in Sydney, Sydney has been probably one of the best places in the world at uh, keeping community, community transmission low, being very proactive with tracing, and it hasn't really impacted our a uh, little part of society for too long. So the prolonged effects of having to stay at home and being locked down are certainly, uh, I'm not the best place to comment on. But when it was a big factor, when it did come on in 2020, uh, I started thriving, personally. Not in any externally measurable way. Um but, but personally, my experience of life got better. I just found there was less clutter, there was less obligation, there was, I was forced to confront myself and, and uh, spend more time with myself and find habits that were um, largely meaningful 
and days that were built well that required not much experience in contact with others. And so luckily I thrived. So I, I was one of the lucky ones. I actually get profited more from COVID on the scale of my life than I lost. It's one of the best things that ever happened to me, if not the best. Um, so it's hard to comment. But I, so I do take issue with this absolutist stance that COVID's bad and that uh, it's negatively impacted everyone's lives and we're all the worse for it. Uh, a lot of people have suffered. I Granted, I appreciate that. But it would be very inaccurate to make a sweeping statement and say that everyone's struggling at this time and that we should all feel sorry for ourselves. Now, again, I don't want to be locked in my, you know, in my apartment for the next uh, three months or anything like that. That's not what I'm asking for right now. So, again, grain of salt, I'm in Sydney and things are, are quite well here. But there is something to be said. Is it easier to say that it's unnatural to spend time alone, therefore it's okay for everyone to be so upset and have more instances of mental illness and bad mental health episodes, etc., whilst COVID is on? Is that easier to say than realizing that we have a pandemic where people struggle to be alone? Now, if you believe in that Anthony DeMello line, loneliness is not cured by contact with others, it's cured by contact with reality, then if you agree with that, then you would take issue with the way most people are trying to, trying to solve the loneliness problem, which is make social interaction more available. Uh, is loneliness the same as lack of friends and lack of conversations? It's, it's interesting to think about. I think I, I think there might be two different conditions there. There's one which is a lack of contact with other people. There's another issue which is uh, not being able to handle your own company. And I'd say they're probably two different things. Maybe there can be comorbidity, and I'm, I'm not sure which of them is best befitting of the word or term loneliness. But it shouldn't be mayhem every time you're forced to spend more time with yourself. Granted, just like with a romantic partner, maybe there's only so much of yourself you can take without contact with others, but it shouldn't be completely doom and gloom. What I, what I suspect with the COVID thing is that it is easier to say that it's unnatural to, to be spend more time alone um, than it is to admit the opposite that we've just got a society where most people do struggle to not when they're not able to distract themselves. And in support of my theory, I think I've just observed the people I do know and the ones that seem to have, again, I've talked in the past episodes about inner versus outer world, and the ones who seem to have a grip on their inner world seem to deal pretty okay with um, various lockdowns and restrictions and stuff. People who don't, who are very outer world, and uh, need, to, need to be distracting themselves, struggled super hard. So it's, it's very polarizing. Now, what does this have to do with the, the title of this episode, Remember Who You Are? You need to have a conversation with yourself every now and then. Thinking career, right? A couple of episodes ago. You need to think probably more often. Most people are not thinking enough in the healthy form of thinking. Not ruminating, but thinking. 
And when you have conversations with yourself, you can be a bit more honest with yourself about who you are. So one of the, I haven't done a podcast on, on it yet, but there's an idea of the audience of none, which is one of um, the ideas I've kind of developed through the blog that has probably been most useful and, and popular for, with, with other people that I've, that I've kind of had the privilege to talk to. Audience of none is just this idea of what you'd perform for no one, for an empty theater. Not, not necessarily a play or a musical, but metaphorically anything that you would do just for the sake of doing it because it purely resonates with you. You don't need other people's appraise or money to make that activity worthwhile. I suspect that most many people are hiding from their audience of none, from the thing that they're called to do from within. And I think that that's what's required. Confronting that is what's required to live in alignment with who you are. You know, to follow your own kind of true north and your own compass. There's this conversation about, you know, would you rather the life to be, would you rather a life to envy or a life to be admired? It's this line I heard on um, a Tim Ferriss podcast episode with Jim Collins once. It's this amazing question. Which would you rather? And I often used to contemplate this when I read, say, Four Hour Work Week, which is about how you can set up, you know, this kind of, really dynamic ideal lifestyle for yourself uh, like relatively quickly or when I think about what we're doing in Nepal uh, for example and and some of the work since in education and the podcast which is more you know mission-led and it's more about not about this ideal idyllic little life for me but trying to make things better for other people and I used to think about this you know a lot it's like oh which is like which is the better you know can you do one or the other and I think I soon realized that it's a bit of a no-brainer. It's not really a decision. The answer I, I, I came to in the end was not even an obvious answer. It's, it's actually the principle of this is just built on the Lion King. <laughs> the Lion King, which is the whole remember who you are. So if anyone doesn't remember the Lion King, you've got Simba, you know, troubled upbringing, Dad dies, spoiler alert, uncle's a bit of a dick, makes him think it was his fault. He runs away. He runs away even though his calling is to uh, his calling is to be the king, he's the prince. He runs away when things go wrong. And he lives that four-hour work week lifestyle out in the bush uh, with Simone and Pumbaa and Hakuna Matata and just taking life each day as it comes and away, away from the world, away in an escape. But, you know, what happens of all the places he's gone to hide, he encounters, you know, Nala and this, this symbol of the past. And it's like he's being called back. You know, it's the hero's journey. He's being called back to fulfill his duty. And when he's tossing over, you know, this call and Nala and all this stuff, and, you know, he doesn't want to go back. There's nothing for him there, blah, blah, blah. He comes into the baboon, Rafiki, who, you know, literally and obviously figuratively beats him over the head with a stick. And says, you know, you've run away from who you are. And that's this, that reflection, that scene where, you know, sees Mufasa again. And that you can't run away from who you are. It's saying, remember who you are. So I guess my takeaway was, whatever the right, I guess, life pathway is for you, if you uh, don't live in alignment with it, then... It won't last. Some link will push you back onto the path you're meant to be taking. 
you know, remember who you are. So I guess the prompt for today is to protect against the downside that you're running away from who you are. And one of the most powerful things I think I ever do is just uh, schedule in, normally on a Sunday or when I go for a walk. Some people, maybe it's meditation. That time not to just stop the mind, but that time to actually think and have a conversation with yourself. And if you think about these things, like what your audience of none is, what a what a what the least your life could be is, what what's the basic most basic version of your life you'd be stoked with on a day to day basis. Um, you know, if you had five years to live, how you'd live differently. If you start to think about these questions and then why you're not spending more time living in alignment with the answers to those questions, you might start to just think about, ooh. Am I running away from who I am? And so it's the time alone which can often be the reminder. Or alone, or basically less the distractions. So thank you. It's been another enthralling episode for me, at least, uh, for the With Joey B podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you remember who you are. Damn. Come on, guys. If not, what a good prop to go watch Lion King. I might do that tonight. It's Friday, so nice way to open the weekend. It's a classic. Obviously, remember that if this will make an interesting conversation with anyone, to share it with them and maybe follow up for a chat after, because after all, the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. I'd love this podcast to be a little seed of that with those close to you. If not, maybe I'll try again to give you something more useful tomorrow, so you'll have to come back then. Thanks, guys.